Hello and welcome to 88.1 WZIP's Music Mixdown Podcast. My name is Corey, and this week I'll be talking about the one and the only Rick Rubin, also known as DJ R and the Loudness King. So, some things about Rick Rubin. He's a producer, and that's what we're primarily going to be talking about today. And in my opinion, he is the, pro- the best producer of all time. He is up there with the likes of George Martin and Dr. Dre, even. He was voted by MTV, or no, Time, sorry, Time Magazine, as one of the 100 most influential people of all time, which is absolutely crazy. And this man has a ton of reach. You might have listened to some of his works and not even know it. I want to talk about the importance of a good producer. Now, when you talk about a band, they definitely have to have talent. It's not just about the producer, but we don't talk about the producer enough. They're the ones that are doing the stuff behind the scenes, going into audition or whatever music software they use, or back in the day, if you're talking about reel-to-reels or, you know, things like that. They're doing all the behind-the-scenes stuff and making sure the band really flows together. And you need that glue within every band, especially some of the bands that he's worked with. Some background on his life, he's a single child, born in New York in 63, currently standing at the young age of 59 years of age. His teacher, back in high school, helped him create a punk band called The Pricks. Very interesting name coming from a very interesting band. I wasn't able to find any recordings of them, but I definitely would love to hear them one day. And speaking back in high school, that is when he founded, co-founded, sorry, Def Jam Recordings alongside Russell Simmons. Now, when you think of a founder of a big organization, you don't think about them as a high schooler. But that's exactly what happens here. He's a co-founder of Def Jam Recordings in his senior year of high school. Absolutely nuts. And he did that with barely any technology. He used, he's quoted on, on using the school's four-track recorder, which that would be a bear, absolute bear. Officially, though, the Def Jam Recording record label was founded while Rubin was in uh, New York University in 1984, so it didn't come into fruition until he was like about 21, still in college. But still, the fact that he started in high school with that, absolutely absurd. He's also the founder of American Recordings and the former co-president of Columbia Records. I'm sure you guys know those record labels out there. Now, some of the bands that he's worked with over the years spans, it's crazy, the diversity and talent that he has to work with each one of these bands is phenomenal. I'm listing off, I'll be listing off quite a bit, but this doesn't even begin the amount that he's worked with. He spans from hip-hop to heavy metal to alt-rock, rock, new metal, not like recency new, but like, you know, rap metal, more of like rap rock, uh, and country, and some others too. I'm going to list off some bands, and you'll be quite surprised. He's most notably working with Red Hot Chili Peppers and the Beastie Boys, but back to hip-hop, he's worked with um, Beastie Boys, Run DMC, Public Enemy, LL Cool J, Jay-Z, and Eminem. Some very talented individuals. Now, 
In the weeks to come, I'll be releasing another podcast talking about the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. And you're going to hear some of those names once again, like Run DMC, LL Cool J, Public Enemy, Beastie Boys. Those guys, they're in the Hall of Fame, along with Eminem. Can't forget him. They're all in the Hall of Fame, and he's worked with them. Is that a coincidence? I really don't think so. He's also worked with Heavy Metal, with Metallica, Slayer, Black Sabbath, then going to Alt-Rock with the Red Hot Chili Peppers, The Strokes, Weezer, U2, Green Day, Foo Fighters. But back to Red Hot Chili Peppers, they actually just released an album called The Dream, The Return of the Dream Canteen, which is an absolutely great album. What's more impressive, though, is seven months before they released that album, they had another album called Unlimited Love. And these aren't short albums. You know, they're not like EPs. They're dozens of tracks. More than a dozen. I believe Unlimited Love has about 16 tracks. And same goes for the return of the Dream Canteen. And they release singles after each one of those albums, not featured on the album. So altogether, you're looking at 35 to 40 songs that he helped produce with the Red Eye Chili Peppers, and that getting released within the span of seven months of each other, that is absurd. Back to some other bands, though. In the rock scene, he's worked with ZZ Top, Tom Petty, Aerosmith, then going to New Metal, System of a Down, Linkin Park, Rage Against the Machine, Slipknot, and then even to Country, Johnny Cash, Dixie Chicks, and some others, along with Adele, Ed Sheeran, Justin Timberlake. And normally if I list off a band, oh, he produced um, something with Adele. You know, that's not a big shocker. But when you add Adele and Slipknot in the same conversation, you're going to think I'm crazy. But I'm not. Tom Petty, even. Like, the diversity with each one of these is absolutely phenomenal. And it just goes to show how great of a producer he is and what he can do with each one of those bands. What made me talk about him initially, though, is he recently just published a book, The Creative Act, A Way of Being. This is his debut book um, released in January of 2023. Definitely go read it. It's definitely worth your time. It was worth mine reading it. Um, Again, that's The Creative Act, A Way of Being. And that was released last month in January. On that note, hope you guys learned a few facts about Rick Rubin, about his life, about some of the bands he's worked with, and came to appreciate what it takes to be a good producer and came to appreciate him because he is definitely up there with the greatest. So hope you guys enjoy and stay tuned for some more podcasts coming in the future.